Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into SportsGrid's Betting Above the Rim on a Sunday. This is our second hour with you here. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined by Coach James Young. And let's talk about the New York Knicks. The Knicks had themselves quite, quite the NBA draft night. I don't think the plan ever is to have to send out a please don't panic, we're trying our best statement from your president in that they had to send out from Leon Rose. I guess we should just start there, J.Y., how did you feel about the fact that Leon Rose sent out a we're trying our best, have some patience statement to Knicks fans? Who Who is in charge of PR with the Knicks? I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to try, folks, because Thursday I almost had a heart attack on set during the NBA draft as I watched this unfold. And the fact that Leon Rose and the Knicks planned no news conference from after the draft and caught so much slander that he didn't call a news conference the next day. He released a statement, which to me, K-Dub, speaks to, I, I don't know if I want to call it the immaturity in the room, the lack of experience in the room as regards to how a front office works. It's just the dynamics don't fit, okay? Mm -hmm. If this is what you are going to do, you tell your fans after the season, oh, by the way, you didn't meet with all the pool reporters. You didn't meet with Steph Bondi. You didn't meet with Mark Berman. You didn't meet with Katz from The Athletic. You didn't meet with any of these guys. You you said a statement. You sat down with MSG at the end of the season. You say to your fans, listen, we messed up. We lost to Atlanta. We got to blow this thing up. We got we to gotta find a way. We got to rebuild this. Because we want long-term success. What happened is, is they got caught with their pants down. They tried to get Jaden Ivey. They tried. They thought they were going to do it, and they didn't get it done. And honestly, they panicked. Now they got the picks. Good for you. Good for you. But if you tell, if you're going to sell this fan base, who hasn't been to an NBA final since 1999, they haven't been good since Ewing was there and Van Gundy was there. And guys like Sprewell and Allen Houston and Kurt Thomas and Oakley and Charles Smith and Mace. I'll keep going. Hubert Davis. I'll go back to even when Don Nelson coached the team for half the season before he got ran out. If you are going to do this with Brunson, you have to have a plan B. It can't be Brunson or nothing else. Because if he comes here by himself and they don't win, 
this kid with his pops on the bench is going to get booed unmercifully in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and listen, I, I know obviously JY kind of lays it all out there. The aspect of the Jalen Brunson thing that I am struggling with mightily is why he is being viewed in the in the way that he is. Why is Jalen Brunson being viewed as the most coveted free agent imaginable? Why aren't they hyper-focused on, if they're trying to be competitive, Zach Levine? Why aren't they hyper-focused on, on Bradley Beal, who we at the minimum know has opted out of his player option? Why are, are they not trying to figure out what, you know, draft packages or, or player, you know, trade packages are necessary to bring in potentially a Donovan Mitchell here? Guys that are ready-made all-stars. As our radio audience enters the fold here on a Sunday morning, Kevin Walsh and Coach James Young with you, Sirius XM, Channel 159, this is BATR. I don't understand the desire, the urgency that is had to bring Jalen Brunson into the fold because while, again, Jalen Brunson is a, is a fine player, 16, 5, and 4? I, I understand that with increased volume, that can maybe go to 20 points a game, 7 assists, and, and I mean, okay, but it is, he's not much of a 3-point shooter. On the defensive side of the basketball, is is he really putting fear in anybody's heart? I don't think so. To me, Jalen Brunson, JY, and I know how good the Mavs did this year, but it's why I keep preaching the Mavs need to get better. I don't even know if Jalen Brunson is good enough to be the second best player on a championship team. He's not even close to being good enough to be the best player on a championship team. So it's the urgency and the the motivation that I'm not understanding here. You know what it is? I was thinking about this a lot. Look up Jalen Brunson, folks, and look up Fred Van Bleet. Look up the, their careers. Look up their size. Look at their stats coming through, how they came out of college. They are very mirror of each other, and that's why I think people think, Fred Van, Buddy, uh, Van Bleet, don't move the needle enough for me. I'm going to tell you something right now, Knicks fans. This is what I would do with that money instead of going getting Jalen Brunson. Hear me out. I would go to Memphis, and I would go get Tyus Jones, and I would go get Kyle Anderson. You go get those two guys for the $25 million you're going to get Jalen Brunson, and you got a point guard that can shoot the ball, defend, run a team, Kyle Anderson, junkyard dog, leading you up in the locker room, and then you go get Donovan Mitchell. Give me Tyus Jones. Give me Solomon Anderson. Give me Donovan Mitchell. That team can go to work. Again, I, I just why is Jalen like is Jalen Brunson a lock all star if he joins the Knicks? I don't think so. We'll talk about some all stars in our next segment. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I have been waiting for this all day long. To be honest with you, I've been waiting for this actually more than all day long. When this idea came to me, I got very, very excited. Uh, if, if some of you out there are, are you know, routine watchers and listeners of the early line, you'll be familiar with Donnie and I's better bet segment that we've been doing since the NBA season has come to a close. Uh, we've had some good ones. Uh, Stepper or KD, LeBron or Kawhi. This might just be the most difficult one to answer yet though and it is two guys who are deeper down the board than the prior ones that we have talked about it's zion williamson and it's anthony davis zion is 60 to 1 to win the mvp anthony davis is the 65 to 1 price now there's no cop-outs here don't tell me jy that you wouldn't bet either that's fine if you had to bet one on the value, on the board, on your thought that you'd be able to figure it out, who is the better bet for MVP this coming season? Zion at 60 to 1 or Anthony Davis at 65 to 1? Anthony Davis. And I love Zion. I absolutely love Zion. But Anthony Davis, the way he can impact the game as a five. And listen to me, Anthony Davis, when you come back, I don't want you to be a stretch four. I want you to be a stretch five and go into the low post and put in that work, son. Because I think Anthony Davis is a 25 and 12 to 15 player, shoots at a high clip and can knock it down from three. You're not going to shoot 16% like you did last year. So hopefully you're in the gym getting some getting some slugs up, brother. But I re- I, I love Zion. I also think what, what where the Lakers were this past year, if they take that leap, LeBron's going to be LeBron, but I don't know if he's going to be able to, to, at this point in his career, shoulder that load that is necessary. Anthony Davis has to step up and do that. When you look at New Orleans, look how well they played last year when they got McCollum. You got CJ. You got B.I. You got Valanciunas, who's a rebounding machine. Zion will have stats, but his stats are going to be impacted, folks, because the rebounds are going to go, a lot of them, to Valanciunas. And then you look at the scoring, it's more spread out in New Orleans than it is with the Lakers. 
I think Anthony Davis puts up better stats. And because if the Lakers take that leap next year and come back to where we think they could be, I think for the value, I would put money on Anthony Davis to win the MVP. So I think there's, again, debates to be had both sides. But, J.Y., what is what are people expecting me to say here, right? People are expecting me to say Anthony Davis. I think the answer is Zion. To be honest with you, I actually think Zion's a pretty interesting MVP bet at 60-1 to 1 regardless, but especially head-to-head with Anthony Davis. Let me offer some, some perspective here. Anthony Davis, over the last two seasons, has played 15 more games than Zion. Zion missed an entire season, and he played 15 more games than Zion. That's outrageous. What about some advanced numbers? Combined value over replacement, VORP, over the last two years. Anthony Davis, four. Zion, over the last two years, four. I'm only using one year. What about win shares? Anthony Davis combined over the last two years, 8.2. Zion, 8.7. I'm only using one season for Zion. Zion Williamson, if he's healthy, I got news for you. That's one of the 10 best players in the NBA. I don't know if people really realize how great, not good, not great Zion Williamson was for his sophomore season. 27 points per game on Shaquille O'Neal, yes, Shaquille O'Neal level efficiency. And he was only playing 33 minutes a game. Zion is out there dominating as a sophomore on a minutes restriction, essentially. I know you need him to be healthy, but the sad part of Anthony Davis is, JY, despite the fact that I can't trust him to be healthy, when he's been out there, He hasn't been MVP level the past two seasons. If you told me Zion plays 72 games, I'd give you money right now to bet him at 60 to 1 to an MVP. He's just that good, JY. He is. And if you and if you're telling me he's gonna play 72 to 75 games, then I may you you can you know persuade me that it's Zion. I just, I haven't seen it yet. And, and my concern with Zion is the fact that I feel like he's about 30 to 35 pounds overweight. I think that's too much strain on his knees and his athleticism. And I see it going. Listen, folks, I'm about 25, 30 pounds overweight at 45. I can tell you, my <laughs> knees and my back are a hot mess. So I can only imagine what Zion's doing, Duncan doing like 720s. But I digress. My point being this. If Zion were to lose the weight and take the stress off his knees and give me 75 games, yeah, I, I could I could see it. And I think Anthony Davis, as though he is softer than a roll of Charmin sometimes, he's had like freak injuries, like stepping on someone's ankle. Like he's just got injuries that are just yes. freakish. You know, Zion's injuries are partially because he's carrying too much weight. If you tell me right now, Kato, that Zion at 285 can get down to 255, 250, and play at 250, I'll give you money too for Zion to win the MVP. <laughs> uh, win the MVP because I think it's predicated on him being in better shape. 
Yeah, I, I think that Zion is going to be uh, in better shape this year. I mean, we see photos of him in better shape, so that looks to be uh, the way. Look, I, I'm going to be interested in Zion, you know, whatever kind of they're offering, right? I mean, like, could this guy compete for a scoring title? Maybe so. Here's the thing for Zion as well, JY. So the New Orleans Pelicans, everybody thinks is going to be better this year. Just so everybody understands, the Pelicans last year were 36 and 46. Now, I know that they were obviously not only dealing with Zion not being there, Ingram had injuries, and McCollum was there only after the deadline. However, now a full season of McCollum, Ingram another year better, Herbert Jones another year better, and potentially a full season of Zion, it's not out of bounds to start talking about a 50-win basketball team. If they win 50, you're going to have to look at Zion for getting a lot of the credit. The world where Anthony Davis, though, enters this conversation maybe a little bit more is maybe if is it has depends on this Lakers offseason, doesn't it, J.Y.? It really, really depends on what this Lakers offseason is. If they bring Kyrie in, could LeBron take more of a backseat scoring Anthony Davis goes back to 27-28 a night, and he's the best defensive player in the NBA if he's healthy, and they're out there, you know, hunting down a top-two seed. Anthony Davis, if he's going to get there, needs the Lakers to be great, I think. Yeah, and I agree, and that, that's what it's predicated on because if he makes them great and he takes that next step and becomes that defensive player of the year type on the defensive end of the floor, shot blocking, rebounding, but be able to go into the low post and score many different ways, low post, mid-range at the pinch post, three-point line, mm -hmm. he just becomes so much more dynamic. So this is also where it's Zion, it's about his fitness with AD. It's about his yeah. heart. How, how mm. bad... How bad do you want it, AD? Do you want to be considered where you should be with one of the top 10 to top five talents in the game? Or are you going to just roll over and let this Lakers franchise suffer? Step up. You're capable. And if you do, you are an MVP candidate. Man, fun stuff there. I can't wait to see Zion this year, man. I really, really can't. Let's talk some Hawks next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then... 
there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Flying by here on a Sunday morning. At the start of the hour, we talked about the Knicks offseason plans, and they've certainly got a lot of question marks. I think the Hawks, no, they don't have more than the Nets, but they got a ton of question marks in their own right that involve getting Trey Young a star and also probably moving on from John Collins. And I think maybe that is the ideal jumping off point before we then talk about kind of the potential guys that could come in and, and fit next to a Trey Young here. We hear that John Collins and the Atlanta Hawks are basically done with one another, JY. And it does make sense, despite the fact that they agreed on a max contract. John Collins has never really seemed all that happy in Atlanta with his workload being probably the main reason. And I don't think the Hawks have ever been that happy with John Collins's production as a second option on their basketball team. I think Collins and his time in Atlanta seems done. What do you think about that? And is that a mistake maybe by the Hawks to move on from John Collins? No, because I think right now with John Collins, you, you, he's still at a young enough age, Kate up where you could trade him based on his potential and what his flashes could be. And you got to be careful not to move him two years down the road when people have figured him out. I mean, what is he, a, a right-handed Kelly Oubre? I mean, let's be honest here. Is he is he that much better than Kelly Oubre? I mean, I may take a Kelly Oubre over him, to be honest, with you as a, regardless of a shooter and a shot creator. John Collins doesn't fit that team. When you run the high pick and roll as much as Atlanta runs, and they roll Capella or whoever, like I said before, Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Aiden, I don't know, down the center, you need to stretch out with people who are consistent, Three-point shooters. That's not John Collins, even though he shot it at 36.4%. The volume isn't there. He's too athletically gifted to only give you 7.8 rebounds per game. And if you look at the way Atlanta played in that playoff series, you know who was really good, who stepped up, is DeAndre Hunter. So if you're getting the DeAndre Hunter that I thought you were going to get coming out of Virginia, which is a better shooter, more aggressive, better defensively on the ball, and you could argue maybe even a better rebounder if he goes inside and does it, and a better passer. To me, you're not trading DeAndre Hunter. You're trading, you're trading John Collins because at his age, like I said, it's enough that you can get something back of substantial that he could be a centerpiece of a trade going somewhere else. Yeah, I, I, the thing for me on Collins is they've paid him to be basically a second superstar, a second all-star, and he's not that. He's not. I've seen some people say, oh, John Collins might be one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Well, he's certainly not an underpaid player. Maybe you'd think that he, he's catching too much slander. Maybe so, I'm not sure. But he's been paid to hit a level that he hasn't hit. And it's why this is where we are with the Atlanta Hawks. J.Y., there's a lot of names thrown out there, but I want to talk about the one that we're hearing about the most, DeJounte Murray. There seems to be legitimate interest from the Hawks, and we basically have the asking price 
of what San Antonio wants, which is three first-round picks. Could Atlanta get that down to two first-round picks in Collins? I'd be interested in it. I, I don't want to go first because I have very, very strong thoughts on this DeJounte-Trey pairing, and I'm very curious what you think, and maybe it'll sway me before I go on a long tangent. DeJounte Murray and Trey Young as a one-two punch for Atlanta. We are going to assume John Collins would be out the door. Are you interested, and how high would you potentially be on that for Atlanta? No, I don't like it for Atlanta. Mm. And, I, and I like DeJounte Murray. I, I, let me say this. I love DeJounte Murray. New York Knicks, you want to go get a young point guard? That's who you go get. That's who I build my team around, DeJounte Murray and not Jalen Brunson, if it's around that $25 million a year mark at some point. That's why I build it around. But here's my thing. It's, it's, it's the dynamic of the two of them are ball-dominant point guards who needs the ball. Who's not going to have the ball? Is it Trey or is it DeJounte Murray? I don't think they fit. If you want to ask me who should they go get, it's not DeJounte Murray. It's Zach Levine. That's who I would go get if I'm the Atlanta Hawks or Donovan Mitchell. They need to upgrade at the two-guard spot, someone that can catch the ball and go one-on-one and score. Good defender, good three-point shooter. And if you look right there, 48%, 39% from three, better shooting numbers from three in a free throw line. I do believe that Zach Levine has over DeJounte Murray. And he doesn't need the ball in his hands so much to to score he can they can run the high ball screen with trey in the big give it to levine and levine is your spot up shooter your oh crap go make a play there's six seconds on the shot clock we can't get into another action that is what zach levine is and if you think about where he would line up with trey and uh deandre hunter as the one two three spot with a good center i think zach levine to me, is the better fit for the Atlanta Hawks than DeJounte Murray. So, I like Levine a lot. If you were to tell me straight up who's the better player, you could probably convince me of Zach Levine. i got to be honest with you, JY. This DeJounte Murray news broke, and I haven't been able to get my mind off of it since. I think it's perfect. I think it is an absolute perfect pairing for the Atlanta Hawks because what I think this team needs more than certainly a big man. And what I think they they might need even more than a guy like a Zach Levine who can certainly get his is a guy like a DeJounte Murray who can not only get his, but create for everybody else. I think better than Zach Levine, I think he's a better passer. I think that Zach, or think, I think that DeJounte Murray's ability to create specifically for Trey Young will blow people away. Trey Young gets zero off-ball opportunities. I Listen, I'm not telling you he's Steph Curry. That would be so silly as Steph just rocked off a finals MVP. But we know the comparisons. We know that Trey Young has modeled his game to some degree off of Steph Curry. Steph is maybe at his most dangerous without the basketball in his hands. B- running around off screens. That's where the gravity stuff comes from. Trey never gets the chance to do that. DeJounte Murray is more of a primary creator for others than I think Zach Levine is. And here's really what pushes me over the edge, JY. He's, he's a plus-plus defender, DeJounte Murray, more so than Zach Levine. 
And boy, do the Atlanta Hawks need to put as many of those that they could next to Trey Young. You fill that starting lineup out with Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, and Clint Capella. I'm going to be very interested in the Atlanta Hawks coming into next season. It'll be interesting with, with Murray. The one thing I tried to look up is, is being a coach, we use a lot of analytics. So I tried to pull up really quick DeJounte Murray versus Zach Levine. It's just one season. Zach Levine rated in the 82nd percentile offensively. DeJounte Murray, 38th percentile offensively. Now, when you look at the defense, you are right. DeJounte Murray is a plus-plus defender, and Zach Levine is rated, honestly, folks, one of the worst defenders in the NBA. He's in the 11th percentile and points per possession, meaning when you are guarding that person, he is 89% more players are going to, are playing better defense than him. And I believe that Jonathan Murray's in the top, you know, 20 percentile. He's probably in the 80th percentile for defense. My concern is, is I think the dynamic play and the shot-making ability of Levine, especially late clock, is something that I think would help. I think either one of them is better than Kevin Hoiter and Borjan Bogdanovich. I mean, let, let, let's just let's just let's just call what it is. And either one is a huge upgrade. I would prefer Levine uh, if I'm Atlanta because I think Murray lines himself up as more of a traditional point guard. And I do think mm-hmm. what you also have is, is I think they can get more. Um, for Murray than I think it will cost to get Zach Levine honest um, from Chicago in a signing trade. Yeah, well, so that is probably the, the, the swinging door, right, to your point, is if you can just sign Zach Levine and not have to give up a bunch of stuff, that's probably more enticing. But I'm not worried about Zach Levine getting me a shot down the stretch because that's when the ball's going to be in Trey Young's hands anyway. You know what I mean? Like, we, you know, that's what we usually do. The, oh, who's going to take the shot down the stretch? Trey Young. The answer is always Trey Young. He is a clutch player. He is. And, you know, does, I mean, DeSante last year, coach, I mean, I 21, 9, and 8. 21, 9, and 8. I mean, that is averaging two steals a game, by the way. And I don't have to worry about him, you know, not being a great shooter. Because he's gonna be, I mean, did you, he's gonna be surrounded with shooting. Capella has that vertical lob threat there. Like DeJounte Murray all of a sudden ends up in a much better basketball situation. I just I haven't been able to get over how perfect that fit is, that everything else is gonna feel disappointing to me if the Hawks don't get it done. That's really how I feel. Now we're coming up against a break, and we only have a limited amount of time here on this Sunday uh, before we say our goodbyes. The beautiful thing, though, is what we have coming up next is the perfect preview for this upcoming offseason. All of the big names, as JY and I make our best predictions about whether these guys are staying or going. Because Zach Levine and DeJounte Murray, right? We're talking about here. But what about Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell? What about Bradley Beal? What about even some of the other names like Miles Turner we're hearing a lot about? And what about a guy that everybody wants to leave, well, at least everybody that's a fan of the team, like Russell Westbrook? Staying or going? You're staying, and we'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's make it happen here. Staying or going? Kevin Walsh, as well as Coach James Young with you on Sports Grids Betting above the rim who is staying with their teams and well who's getting out of here jy we're gonna do our best to make these predictions nba free agency is right around the corner let's get into it bradley beal we already know that he has opted out of his player option that was expected could potentially sign a huge max contract with the washington wizards is bradley beal staying or going I think he's going. He's made a ton of money. I think he wants to win. I think they'll have suitors that's going to want him. And one thing about it that's underrated, uh, actually overrated by Bradley Beal, is his perimeter shooting. Only a 30% shooter from three. But I think in the right environment with a good point guard, that's the number two scoring option, I think he's good. I think Bradley Beal is gone from the Wizards. I totally agree. I do think the reason that his decision being, as reported, made but a secret is being careful about tampering. That's really what I believe it is. Uh, I think if he was coming back to Washington, we'd have a much stronger indication. Uh, We have that kind of with the next guy that we're going to talk about here. I think Beal's made up his mind. I think salaries are agreed upon. I think maybe if teams need to make trades to clear way for certain players to come in, that already kind of jumps off of the page. Let me add this wrinkle, JY. If we're going to say going, you know, Miami, the Miami Heat just seem like the destination is that where you would expect Beal to go is there another landing spot for Beal that maybe I'm not thinking about no I think that's a perfect landing spot as a as a catch and shoot shooter playing next to Jimmy Butler having Kyle Lowry in shape you could take around you could turn and take a guy like a Tyler Hero and a pick uh, maybe throwing someone else if you have to match up salaries and I think it makes sense mm-hmm. Bradley Beal for Hero pick some extra stuff I think it helps both teams. It gets Washington, a star player, and a hero. And then Miami gets the shooter that they need to put next to Jimmy Butler. I got to tell you, if Tyler Hero and Kyle Kuzma end up on the same team, the uh, outfits would uh, be quite something to watch, no doubt. Here's the one team I know people have discussed. I don't think it happens, is Boston. The idea is the Tatum as well, of course, as uh, Tatum and Beal connection both being from St. Louis. That probably means you need to move off of Jalen Brown. I don't think Tatum is going to the Boston front office and saying, get rid of Jalen, I want Beal in. I don't get that read from from Jason Tatum. 
I also don't think he has any legs to stand on because Jalen Brown outplayed him in the NBA Finals, so I don't know where he would get off making those requests. We move forward. How about Zach Levine, J.Y.? We know that he very well could, could leave as a free agent if he wanted to. Various reports out there. Is Zach Levine staying or going? Oh, this is a tough one. Because I don't know what Chicago's going to get back for him, and I think they may want to see this team healthy with a Lonzo ball healthy, but, but that's a big concern, Kato. I'm actually going to say I think he actually may stay. I think that's not a bad place for him. I think him and DeRozan play well off the, each other. Maybe he may not like that it may be more of DeRozan's team because the year he had. But I think with Lonzo, I think this makes sense. I actually think Zach Levine, when it's all said and done, is actually going to stay with the Bulls. I agree. I think the reports right now, all signs are pointing towards Zach Levine staying. I am a little thrown off then as to maybe why the leaving rumors picked up. Maybe that's just early panic. Maybe that was kind of wishful thinking from some sides here. Everything does seem to be pointing Zach Levine in terms of a staying scenario. I'll just say this is the kind of player that if the Dallas Mavericks are not aggressively pursuing, I really worry about them moving forward. Because, and we can maybe, you know, we can do the Jalen Brunson thing. I think we've kind of done the Jalen Brunson thing here, you know, JY. But they seemingly would rather bring Brunson in than Zach Levine. That just feels like such a miss to me. And I'll, and I'll make this one quick here because I don't know if we had it prepped, but I, I don't think I put him on the, maybe I did put him on the list here. Jalen, I don't think I did. Jalen Brunson, coach, staying or going? I think very easy. I think he's going to the New York Knicks. He is, because at the end of the day, this is what they want. There's too many things lined up. One thing I didn't mention before, I mentioned up Thursday. I remember, folks, there is a South Jersey connection really quick. Leon Rose's first client is Rick Brunson, father of Jalen Brunson, on the bench. They all have this Camden-Sherry Hill connection. It's Brunson, it's Leon Rose, it's World Wide West, and it's the, uh, the Wagner family, Milt, Dewan, DJ. They're all intertwined in the same circle. So because of that, Jalen Brunson is going to go to the Knicks. Man, I I, to, I end up agreeing with you there. I, I, I here's the thing: imagine Jalen Brunson left, but it wasn't the Knicks. That I couldn't even possibly start to fathom that scenario. Let's talk about the big dogs in Utah. We'll start it off with Donovan Mitchell, and Jy. I'm going to go first here. I do think Donovan Mitchell is staying. Now I don't necessarily agree with this move by Utah. Because and we let's do him as a. I think Donovan Mitchell is staying, and I think Rudy Gobert is going. If I'm Utah, I would rather just trade them both. Full rebuild. I don't think the Rudy Gobert trader package, a uh, trade return rather, is going to be enough to get you to be competitive next year at any different of a level than you are right now. I think there's a chance you actually get worse, which I don't think is anybody's goal. If you only trade one of these guys. But it does seem like Utah's made their decision. They love Donovan. Rudy Gobert, they seem willing to move on from staying or going. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, how do you see it? They they should both be gone. They should mm-hmm. both be gone. They don't even have a do they, kid up. Do they even have a coach right now in, in Utah? I, I don't think they've hired someone. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think they. I think I read somewhere just now that David Fisdale is getting interviewed. Lord have mercy for us all. And I love Fizz. I mean, I could. He's he just sharp. He make that beard look good. He making light skin brothers make hmm. a comeback. And with Drake, but anyway, I would trade them both. 
Rudy is definitely gone. I think Donovan Mitchell may stay, and he may stay around for the first half of the year, and then he's going to lose his damn mind, and he's going to be asked to be moved at the trade deadline of this year. Yeah, uh, to me, to me, I, I'm wondering if maybe the thought is get rid of Rudy now, give Donovan a year, and then you can kind of move on from Donovan. Okay, I guess you don't want to do the whole thing all at once, but I would tell you this, I'd be stunned if they, if they run it back. That would be one of the most surprising things imaginable. How about a name, JY, that I don't think grabs as many headlines here, but we're, we're hearing a lot about Miles Bridges. I like Miles Bridges. The Charlotte Hornets, I think, like Miles Bridges, but I'm not sure if they like him enough to hold off some of the teams that appear to be very, very interested in Miles Bridges staying or going for the Charlotte forward. He better be staying. He, he better be staying. I, I know he's a little nutty and he doesn't does some crazy stuff, and but that athletic ability, that ability to rebound, block shots, run the floor, shoot threes, human pogo stick. Mike, you worth like $45 trillion. Just pay the boy. I mean, I'm just, just, just pay him. This, this shouldn't even get to this point. Give the guy the money he wants and make him stay because he's the type of guy that if he leaves Kate up and goes to a really good environment, his game will just completely take off. Keep Miles Bridges. I think he ends up staying. I like Miles Bridges. This is always where you get into dangerous waters, though, because does Miles Bridges on a max contract make sense right now for Charlotte? I understand their hesitation. Does Miles Bridges have top 25 player in the NBA potential? I don't know about that. That feels a little high to me for Miles Bridges. Now, this is a guy last year at 24 years old, averaged 20 points per game, paired with seven boards, four assists. His three-point shooting fell off of a cliff from 40 down to 33, and that 33 is far more in line with the, you know, kind of 40% that he offered up just one season ago. I like Miles Bridges. I understand the hesitation from Charlotte, and I do believe that the teams that we're hearing, like the Pistons and the Indiana Pacers, are serious about trying to get some uh, some deals done here. I think Miles Bridges ends up going. And I think that sends us into our next name here. I didn't put Malcolm Brogdon on the list. That's a waste of everybody's time. Malcolm Brogdon is not staying in Indiana. That's very clear. Miles Turner, though, is another discussion. I'll tell you this, JY. I've been very surprised that Miles Turner's name is even in these discussions, but they are. And I don't know. There's some uncertainty about what Indiana wants to do here. Miles Turner, staying or going? Oh, he's gone. I mean, he, he, he's wow. gone. I, I mean, I, and, and here's the thing I, I would line up teams to go take Miles Turner. You hear me, New York? That's you. If you want to get rid of, of uh, Mitchell Robinson, go get Miles Turner. 50% shooter, 34. I think he's close to a 38% shooter from three, 75% from the foul line, 2.8 blocks per game, can stretch the floor, can post up, can O board. I think he's one of the he's one of the five best centers in the NBA when he's going. And I'm dead serious mm. with this. Offensively and defensively. I think he's that good. He's gone because I think Indiana is blowing this thing up. I don't think they trust him. 
Remember, folks, he was very unhappy with his role, especially this past year with Rick Carlisle. I think Miles Turner is gone. Uh, I'm going to say staying because I don't understand why he'd be gone. He's 26 years old. Didn't you get rid of... Because here's the thing. It's going to sound like I'm mad at JY. I'm not. I'm mad at the Pacers because JY might be right. You got rid of DeMontis Sabonis because you picked Miles Turner. I understand you want to rebuild, but Miles Turner is 26, says he wants to play next to Tyrese Halliburton. Like Miles, like what, what JY just said, Miles Turner was upset because of his workload. Well, now Sabonis is gone and Brogdon's going to be gone. Miles Turner might lead them in shot attempts next year, JY. Why would Miles Turner be, what are they, like, does it make sense to you that Miles Turner would be gone? No, he shouldn't be gone. But Indiana does dumb stuff. I mean, I mean, you you would you yeah. would think that they trade some bonus to keep Turner, but they, there yeah. is a dynamic that Turner and Carlisle don't like each other. It's been seen this past year, and Miles yeah. Turner is a is a mm -hmm. difference maker if he goes to the right fit. I think the relationship's too far gone, Kate. Up, that's why I think he's leaving. Uh, legitimately one of the very, very best rim protectors in the NBA who actually could step out and at least make you respect the three-point shot is immediately a valuable player. Here's the last one. We, we saved a good one. Oh, I don't want to. I don't even know why. I, see, like, I bring this stuff up and I get mad at myself. <laughs> Say his name. Stay Say his going. name. Russell Westbrook, <laughs> staying or going. Oh, oh Russ. Listen, I ain't Skip oh. Bayless, son. I'm not coming after you. So I want to make sure I, I, I tread lightly because you come at people's necks. Respect. I think he's staying. Because oh, I don't know where he can go. And here's why, Kato. Anywhere. I don't know where. I don't know who he's going to take him unless you go to, to somewhere like Oklahoma City and you have to give up draft picks to get him off your books. But they don't have a ton oh. left. Here's what I'm going to say: This I expect a bounce back year out of Russ. He's oh got forty-seven million dollars. Oh no, 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 he's got forty-seven million dollars. He's no, coming back. The Russ trade. Hey, Russ. I got your back, brother. You you bringing it back, bro. You let them know. Shut down, Skip Bayless, and all these other bums. I got faith in you. Russ going to bring it. No, listen. I mean, I, I love the Russ tweet. I mean, he's got my full support there. I just think he'd be better literally anywhere else. I'm saying staying because, well, that's, I mean, going, going, going. He needs to go, 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 go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, great, great stuff here on Betting Above the Rim. Kevin Walsh, Coach James Young. Before we get you some best bets, let me give you a little programming update here. Uh, OK Dubs is, uh, is grabbing a summer break, all right? Now, we'll see how long that stays true before I get a phone call because something went wrong because I'm not going to get into it. Everyone's doing a great job. But nevertheless, uh, betting above the rim, you can will be able to get it on Saturdays only, 8 a.m. Eastern start time. It'll be Coach James Young and John Shames who will do a fantastic job throughout the entire NBA offseason. There's going to be awesome, awesome stuff to follow there. So make sure you keep it locked. Let's get you a couple of best bets on the way out. I'll let JY go last. Uh, I'm going to give you a little Rookie of the Year shot there. Johnny Davis, 32-1. to 1. If we're betting now, let's bet for value. I think Johnny Davis's numbers cut in half if we ultimately do see a departing Bradley Beal. Kofsky likes Keegan Murray. Kofsky's my guy. I hate that pick at 11 to 1. Then again, I've hated picks before from our guys, uh, and it's worked out. So that's totally fine. Steve, player performance double. Is that a minus price? That's the first time I think Steve's ever done that. McClanahan, 7Ks, and the Rays win, minus 132. Uh, baseball back. B- baseball Jack is back with a two team parlay. Yanks, Diamondbacks. Yeah, if the Yanks do lose today, it's a bad look. Plus 186. JY, floor is yours as we send it out. Two-team parlay, Connecticut Sun, Chicago Sky, Moneyline, minus 135 on FanDuel. And one more, folks. Shout out to my Houston Rockets fans. Houston, we're in the building. H-Town, I'm about to do the stomp right now. Ty Ty Washington, rookie of the year, 130 to 1. Put a couple of bucks on it. Shout out, Houston. We love you. Can, can I get some more follows on social media? Coach Young, NJ, how about your boy? I'm with you. We here. We here, Houston. We here. I mean, Coach is essentially a Rockets fan now. I mean, wh- I mean, what even happened? What an outrageous way to close out a phenomenal edition of betting above the rim. That's Coach James Young. I'm Kevin Walsh. They will see you next week right back here on the Sports Grid Network. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.